When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're about to listen to a podcast full of wonder, excitement, and discovery. It's time for an adventure through Odyssey. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Adventures Through Odyssey podcast, Odyssey Revisited. I'm Will here with John for our December special episode. Uh, there's a few things that haven't happened yet, so unfortunately we're going to have to skip the monthly comics. I guess those post the first Monday of the month. I assume they were just on the first. As far as the weekly comic, unfortunately, we only had one in between recordings. And it's Jimmy doing some research to get Bart out of trouble, but we don't know how he's going to get him out of trouble yet. Yeah, kind of leaving you on the edge of your seat, you know? Yeah. So we would also like to thank everyone who uh, showed us that we were on their Spotify wrapped. Did anyone actually show us that? Well, not directly, but I did some digging. Well, in his heart... No, we had one person. No, one person on an Odyssey fan forum I am a part of posted his Spotify wrapped and we were number three. Okay. All right. We can at least hear each other. I want to believe you're desperate to find that. No, it truly just popped up in my feed. Okay. Okay, whatever you say. Okay. So, uh... Here's how the episode's going to go. We're going to talk about the December Club episode, then rank our Club episodes. Because I kind of realized the Club and Album episodes kind of have different levels, where all the Album is mostly continuing stories we know, and the Club is mostly standalone, so I felt we'd rank those separately. So the next episode we're going to do is the last two Albums. We're not doing Keep It Together, because that that starts on the 14th, and I don't really want to wait till January. But we got a little more information on the first episode of the new Album. I just want to hear John's reaction to this. So in the episode, Maury gets arrested. Does it have any idea what for? No, but it it's called the Rydell Realizations, so I'm assuming that means we're going to learn something. Is it going to be his tragic backstory? Oh, please. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's such a weird premise. Like, is it that he, like, hacked into something? Is it that he, like, punched someone? So the, the description wasn't clear. I'm going to guess he's like being framed by because we have to remember and we keep bringing him up. There is somebody who's messing with people in Odyssey. Yeah. It's Who just that it's, is. Been, it's been a while. Yeah. So I'm assuming this episode is going to cover that because the last time we talked about it was when Trey joined the team and we haven't really had a team episode since then. And I kind of wish we had had one episode of the team doing something just to remind us of them. But I, I would also just say, and we'll see how this goes, uh, as you will recall, 
on the most recent episode of the Adventures in Odyssey official podcast, Abigail Geiger mentioned that the more Emily Susu episode is a good bridge episode in between what's going to happen. So I do kind of wonder if Emily still doesn't trust Maury, but he she wants to help her new friend, and that's kind mm. of how we get there. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Now, would I have also liked one more bridge episode of like maybe Maury and Trey doing something or Cooper? I don't remember which one it was. Pretty sure it's Cooper, yeah. actually. It would have been nice, but yeah. So. Eh, anyway, so it looks like the first episode is December 14th and will be the Rydell realizations. All right, so moving on to the club episode, Naughty or Nice. All your friends at Wit's End gather together for a gift exchange that ends in a mystery. Yeah. It's, okay, so I don't know if they put this in as a, as a tease but i thought it was gonna be at first like why are they having such a weird thing talking about there's two gift exchanges at the beginning okay yeah so i thought they were gonna try to do some avant-garde thing where we keep jumping between the two and somehow it tells one big story i didn't think that i just thought it was gonna be like the 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 other gift exchange is like more expensive and some of the expensive gifts got mixed in oh that could have been it too who Am I dumb? Did I miss what the mystery was supposed to be? So there's not really a mystery. So it's the no, mystery no, no, seems to be the key. Someone fob. told me to put in like the this money, and oh, it was Jason. That's that's what it's supposed to be, right? They see right. the dot. It's the battery, and it's yeah. Okay. Now this is a kid show, so they probably could have like had a moment where Jason says, "And I had Jay helping me." Yeah, like I think that would have worked better um because yeah. yeah it just i i'm like oh that's what that's what they're doing but yeah initially i thought again to go back to odyssey's joker as you keep calling him it could, <laughs> could have been him manipulating stuff then i just kind of realized well, oh wait who, when did, wait wait who who are we t- the the guy from the before kid, the kid who was messing with cooper's college admission oh okay i don't remember if i called him odyssey's joker maybe i did so I thought, oh, it could have been him manipulating, but then I realized, oh, that's just Maury again. So, yeah. Also, it's a club episode. Uh, so the one thing I would say is I almost would have liked two episodes. One that's the first unwrapping and one that's the second to kind of bring in the other characters to give them a few scenes. Yeah. Because that was my only thing. Again, I think it is just very clear. Katie Lee, Whit Herford have the most availability, and that's why they are in so many episodes. Yeah, which, like, is not an issue within itself. Let's be fair. I agree. I think I enjoyed this episode. I mean, the ending... Well, okay, let's start at the beginning. You know, interesting premise. It's a little weird, right, that they said... Maybe, like, they wanted that as, like, a... As, like, a... A red herring. Yes. Which, if if it is, I applaud them, because I didn't quite know what it was right away. Um, there are a lot of little parts going on in this episode, though. I, I was about to say, I li- it's a fine Christmas episode. It definitely plays, like, a lot of Christmas episodes where it's just kind of a few little vignettes playing out over a holiday event. Yeah. That they try to tie together. I don't know why Zoe didn't just flat out say to Jay... You know, yeah, that's kind of the weird thing. It's all like prefaced on like people are like, I guess like the Jason thing, right? Is Jason wanted to 
Um, surprise wit. Surprise them. And maybe it was that Zoe Hon- was embarrassed. Honestly, I thought J- Jana and the kids were going to get out of the car. Oh. <laughs> and then that Jason- been- <laughs> Yeah, oh, go ahead. That would have been really good. Yeah, and then with Jason, I told you it was $15. Well, Dad, their taxi from the airport was $15. <laughs> um, That would have been a really fun uh, little little twist. I, I do think... So, so, because you talked about it, you know, they open the car and it's this signed thing from the... It's a framed Fillmore Recreation Center-like proposal. Yes. To turn it into wit's end. Which I think is very sweet, but it's almost sickeningly sweet. Not in a bad I way. It's... I shouldn't say sickeningly. I shouldn't say that. But it's like, they, like they're like, and it's signed by Donna, like the Barclays and Mandy. <laughs> and I don't mind that. It's just funny to me. Right. Well, so here's the thing. This is a new segment we're calling ideas that might have been in the thousandth episode at one point, but they rejected. <laughs> well. I guess you're not wrong. Like, that would it like, at least, like, name dropping. Like, I appreciate the name drops, but, like, when it yeah. happened, I'm like, oh, that, like, when they revealed the gift, I'm like, that's already, like, really, like, sweet. And then they're like, and it's signed by all these old characters. And they're like, let's sign it, too. I, I do kind of agree it was a little much. And, you know, I thought there was going to be at some point, and print out something that you can have everyone at your church sign at the end. Anyway, uh, so... Maybe that was supposed to be part of the thousandth episode. What I will also say is, this is the end of season ten of the club, and I wonder if that's why they did it. Mm, maybe. Now, now they they could have like had Chris acknowledge it, like, and thank you for joining us for ten years of club episodes or something. Yeah, because it's a nice scene, but you are right. Out of context of everything, other than this is the year Eugene left. It. Oh, speaking of which, he was mentioned again. <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, I did say that. They, and especially because they're like, the Melsners. And they're like, aw. Like, that's the one they, like, visibly, like, odd to. <laughs> yeah. So, it is just an interesting note to end the episode on. Not necessarily that it needs to be a legacy episode, but it was just such an interesting, this doesn't seem to tie into anything else we're celebrating right now. So. Yeah. Like, I, I could have been at one point, like, they that was, like, an idea to mention. They really liked the idea. I mean, it is really, like, a sweet, fun idea. Yes. I will say, I don't know why they're having a gift exchange with mostly adults and then three kids. Yeah, okay, so I wondered about this. So they said, you know, no one could line up the schedules. I I mean, I'm guessing they did it so the kids got each other's gifts. Although, who bought Jason the wristwatch? Who knows? Um, Connie? Possibly. And I'm sure that's why they imposed the $15 spending limit. Well, and then I like how Wit's like, I couldn't break my rule in front of everyone. Here. I got better gifts inside for you two. And then it's like, it cuts. Well, that's the thing. Connie's, you know, Wit's friend and Jason's his son. So he probably did have better gifts. He didn't want to give it the thing. But I thought Wit being paranoid about the gift exchange was going to come back into the episode somehow. Yeah, I did too. And said so they're just like, well, you guys wanted to go over the limit because you're all such good friends and you love each other. And it's like, well, sure. Yeah, that's not, like true. Yeah, it's a very, yes. I also did think when the note said for everything you've done for me, I'm assuming that's kind of like Jason writing it for the Fillmore Recreation Center. Well, maybe it was just to like, you know, throw off the scent or tease it or. That's very true. It also would have been very funny if they had said, 
Dad, you opened Wit's End ten years ago. <laughs> Let's just throw, because ten years of the club. Let's just throw that atomic bomb out there. What? That would that would be hilarious. Like, a, a, like the actual time that has passed in Odyssey. It's like ten years. What? But I mean, realistically, like if you. It, they probably would say it's been like the characters have aged like 10 years or something is probably yes. not like the most obscene thing ever. I mean, you aren't wrong. I, I just thought oh, that'd be kind of a funny way to celebrate 10 years of the club. But as far as the rest of the episode, I think it's fine. I think it's. Okay. I like one. Why is Wooten there without... I think. Sorry. Why is Wooten there without Penny? Fair. And Wooten is turned up to 11 in this episode. Wooten's, I think, there. I mean, he is there for comedic relief in this one. Not that he I always know, but, is. But... Right, but it kind of felt like, oh, this is the kind of comedic comic relief we've started giving to Penny. Where, okay, Wooten's running around with a microphone and Connie's talking about it like it's a four-year-old with a loud toy. <laughs> um, But, you know... <sighs> The episode was enjoyable. I was interested, like, oh, what is going to be the outcome of this? Which is a little unfair, because you really can't figure it out until the end. Because they're like, I thought this could be my car key. And it's like, oh, the bat, the, the the price is different. So it's like, maybe it was supposed to be like a red herring. But it's like, it's hard because like, you couldn't even solve it, like, I think without it. I mean, I think you right. could assume maybe even like the thing with like Jay, it's like, read the back. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's but a little. It, I think the episode is kind of built around that end, like the Fillmore recreate, like it, not in a bad way, but like that's they had this idea for like, wouldn't that yes. be so sweet and such a good like thing where we can call back to stuff. And it's and like we also probably needed a Christmas episode. And so they're like, we've never really done a gift exchange episode before. Well, no, they did that. Well, it wasn't really a gift exchange. It was that one where Connie thinks Eugene's buying her a car. Oh, yeah. And it, it just kind of becomes a crazy. And the meaning of that episode is, you know, it's not about who owes who what. So. Yeah. Right. No, I, I do kind of agree. This feels like an episode that might have been reverse engineered from the Fillmore Recreation Center plaque. Yeah. So, no, but I, I mean, it was a fine episode and a decent year for the, and what I would say actually a pretty good year for the club, because even when I was ranking the episodes, which we'll do in a second, I only had one or two that I was like, oh, these are actually kind of bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like, when I was thinking of my ranking, I mean, part of the problem is I don't know if there's as many episodes where I was like, wow, like, 10 out of 10 you know um but like i don't think there's an episode where i was like that was trash you know so i, I think it's been a good season all along like they're more consistent yeah I, I would agree i i don't mean this in a bad way but i think they've done less you know let's talk about a certain organization episodes and i think those are just a little easier to write yeah because you're not also having to deal with an organization saying, okay, we want to be represented this way, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. So. All right. So uh, we would say this is a solid episode? Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. I agree. We're going to take a I think I like I think I liked it more listening to it. It's like talking about it after the fact though. It's a little harder to pinpoint right. stuff. But I actually think I enjoyed it quite a bit while listening to it. I was going to say I think a lot of Christmas media tends to be that way where it's nice, it makes you feel warm inside. Does it hold up to scrutiny? Who knows. Yeah. So, we're going to take a quick commercial, and then, then we'll come back and rank our top 11 episodes of the club, because there was a two-parter. <laughs> Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right. We are back from our break. Would you like to go first or shall I? You should go first. Uh, thank. So what we're going to do is I'm going to read my 11 and talk a bit about it. John's going to read his 11, then we're going to go back and forth. Yeah. Did he actually write a list? We're going to find out. Well, it's more like let I I know how I here. Well, here's the thing. I kind of more chunk them into like good cuz I don't think there's a bad episode on this list. Mm. I more kind of ranked them into like fine but forgettable, like mediocre and like good. All right. So, I so will... why don't you go through your 11 through 1? Okay. All right, so my number 11 is Live from Mount Sinai. I, I went back and re-listened to all of these. This is probably just the worst episode on balance of they flanderized Ted Humphreys a little bit. I don't 100% know what the episode was going for conceptually. See, I probably wouldn't rank this as my lowest. I would put this in my uh, fine but forgettable category because i mean you know i like the the history episodes like the bible specific episodes but yeah it's like there's it's fun with ted humphreys but yeah they do they do kind of like play up his character a little too much right it's also suffering a little bit from what i would call chosen itis where because (laughs) the chosen has come out and not necessarily written biblical fan fiction but it's kind of maybe taken swatches of the bible and expanded upon them in a way the bible never has now more and more christian media is doing that i don't think that's a bad thing but i think sometimes it can become a little lost yeah so what's the thumbs down for what thumbs down you thumbs down to me no i didn't got a little thumbs down bubble oh i must have had something by mistake hmm okay anyway my number 10 is Survivor Boy, which is probably on balance a worse episode just because. I, look, I don't want to be that guy who's like, the wrong people got in trouble for this. But it does kind of feel like Jay's the enabler and he gets off. Bridget gets in trouble, kind of rightfully for blowing Wyatt off, but also what did the mom expect? I mean, we know Bridget is a character at this point. Yeah, like, I mean, I. I feel like, right, I enjoyed parts of this episode. I think there's some really funny stuff in it. I, I do agree. Not, like, hilarious, but, like, oh, that's fun, cute, you know. But, like, 
I agree. To me, it does kind of land into like not bad, but like a little mediocre. Like I remember more about it than I do about Mount Sinai, but like Mount Sinai is probably like on the whole, like object as you were saying, like objectively, like maybe a better episode. Yeah. So yeah, I also understand we were making an episode about a kid making web content. You want to be careful. Yeah. Because who knows what could happen. I get you don't want him to go semi-viral with these bad safety tips. Because that also will define the character a little bit. So yeah, I actually think this is, again, one of those situations where it might have been better as a video. Yeah, like you could imagine an animated show having some fun with some of these. Yes, I totally agree. Playing the Odyssey animated music when it like something like... I can't remember the sound of it, but it's like anytime like Dylan would do something like... And everyone would make, like, an annoyed face, like. Yeah, exactly. We'll get to those videos, believe me. All right. Nine is Mile 151. A very sweet Mrs. Randolph episode that is completely derailed by its second act. Yeah. Like, I listened to it again, and as soon as we started getting to, like, we're playing a little carnival. Not a carnival, but, like, a little tourist attraction on the side of the road. (laughs) And... Look, I get Zoe's a kid, so she'll get carried away. It does feel a little out of character, but this is also the episode where I think Jay actually got a little annoying. Yeah, I think I remember liking this episode more than you did at parts of it. People, any fans are going to go back and check, like, you hated this episode, John. But, you know, sometimes you got to think back on these episodes in, in with hindsight in mind, you know? Yes. It's hard. I don't want to say it's mediocre, but it's, I would almost say it's fine, not forgettable, though, if that makes sense. Like, there's definitely stuff in here that's, like, not, like, um, yeah, I definitely recall, remember this episode and, like, remember stuff in it, but it, you just kind of leave being like, okay, it, it, right, the first part's okay, the ending sweet, but then you have this weird like tourist attraction thing in the middle. Yes, and I also think Wooten's presence probably would have helped. I agree. My number eight is Alibis, which was from the September episode where the audio got a little messed up, so it never got released. My read on this episode was I thought it was okay. Uh, it is much like the Christmas episode. I think the Christmas episode does it better. It's a little bit of a mess, and I get the idea is four teenagers and Jay came up with it, so we have to make it something they would create in a span of 30 minutes. Yeah, okay. I I would probably it's a little more on the edge. I would probably put this more in like the the good, but it's like it could go either way between good and fine. I I do think the mystery is kind of weird, right? Cuz you don't really buy it all, but I think it's a it's a fun enough listen. But I do think it's weird because we have like two mystery-esque episodes where the mystery is pretty half-baked and like there's a lot going on. Yes. But I I feel like I liked some of the idea. Like I liked parts of the, it was like, again, like the the club mysteries feel like they're like, we love our mystery episodes. And like we like putting them in the main album sometimes, but like we have some kind of just okay mystery episodes. So let's put those in the club. It does kind of feel that way. It also feels like a way to quickly establish jewels, Bridget Cooper as a friend group. 
it's true because it almost feels a little like those are the kids now and they're trying to be very clear like here's them all interacting because we don't have as many like all the kids interacting episodes anymore because probably not in a bad way but stuff like oh we're gonna do stuff in the little theater we're gonna like do these like events like it's just harder to like think of it like I mean, I'm sure they have done them since then. But, like, the one I really remember from, like, this past, like, since the reboot is, like, the church lock-in one. The, yeah. the case of, like, the malted falcon. Yes. I know exactly what you mean. And, again, okay, I just checked. It's Jules, Bridget, Ryan, and Cooper. And then I feel like Jay's just kind of there because he's younger than all four of those people, right? Jay's age is always up for debate i feel like i think he is supposed to be like well he was junior high but maybe they've kind of moved him up to high school right but then i always then like i think emily and zoe are still in middle school so that's kind of why i'm wondering i think they know people i mean, I like jay i think they know people like jay and i think he's often free to do this that's true and i and look i again i think this is just to establish these four people as a friend group Especially now that Buck is gone, we need people for Jules to hang out with. Because I think some of it is, I think the person who voices Jay is an adult. So it, yes, uh, he is. I don't know if the other kids are voiced by adults or not. I assume they're more kid age. <laughs> Let's check that out. Because, so that's probably harder to sometimes work around. I could be wrong, though. I mean... All right, I, don't so... mind. I like Jay, but we are seeing a lot of Jay. Yes. All right. Um, it looks like Jules is an adult. All right, these pages are taking a minute to load. But no, I don't think it's bad we're seeing more of Jay. I just noted it. So yeah. right, there are no ages on... The, okay, um, Ryan is voiced by an adult, and uh, Cooper is definitely voiced by an adult. Okay, so I don't know. So. Oh, he's a rapper. <laughs> Let's I keep think. going. Okay. Yeah, so fine episode. Definitely. Oh, and then the twist ending with Wit just felt like we needed, you know, 90 more seconds. Yeah. All right. Well, that's Number true. S- yes. Number seven, the Jacobs Report. Not bad. A nice little history episode. Also, it's just like, why is it Dale Jacobs? I agree. It feels like they're like maybe thinking like once a year they're going to put him in. I would put this in the good category i think it's it's weird though because it feels at once like well maybe they needed to expand this or like was there even enough here for a full episode that is possible get- but it's good but it's like weird right because it's like things go really quick and i can't tell if you're just rushing it because it's like 23 minutes but then i'm like i don't know what else you would put besides like like have like just establishing more that they were slaves and that things were really bad which i mean isn't a bad thing to do obviously things were horrible but i'm like i am curious like especially because i think the other we'll talk about the two-parter which spoiler alert spoiler alert i also think is good i also question like did that need to be a two-parter absolutely so fine it kind of again it kind of feels like we're saying up a joke about dale jacobs podcast but um yeah Anyway, number six is the episode we just talked about, Naughty or Nice. A fine Christmas episode. 
I would put it in the fine category. I yeah. probably more. It's probably fine, and in the future, will be forgettable except for the end. I think the end is fun and special, but it's very clear the whole episode was built around that. So people are gonna be like, you're gonna bring up like in like a year, like John, remember when? Which right, it's gonna be got right, that it's gonna, gift. No, I was gonna say it's gonna be that episode. Like, which episode is the one where they get the Fillmore Recreation Center plaque? Yeah, exactly. So, eh. and number five is the Fast and the Ridiculous. Again, another good candidate for a video. Yeah, because it's like they're like kind of have to keep saying like, "Oh, this is what's happening with a car." Right. Yeah, and. And it does kind of continue the not not continue, but it's another Connie and Jules episode, which I thought there was more of this season than there actually was. It's really only the three. I thought there was one more for some reason. Yeah, I would put this in the fine but forgettable. I think it's fun. It's a fun idea, but like there, it's a hard legacy because there's such a seminal Odyssey car episode. Well, that is true. Where you kind of, like, think, like, well, the car didn't go well, and I guess she got stranded, and Buck had to come save her. Yeah, that's basically it, isn't it? Uh, So, no, right. And I also think, and I understand we can't really do child endangerment, and no point does the car actually feel that dangerous. No. So Connie just kind of comes off as a wet blanket. And look, neither of us have kids. We might feel differently about this in a couple of years. But. Yeah. Nothing the car shows is, like, actively that dangerous. And that's where I think Buck has a really good scene calling out Jules. So. Yeah, fair. And it, it, Connie mentions the growth, which helps. But this is also the episode where you said their relationship has no joy. Something we will be still waiting for. Yeah. Number four, the show must go on and on. Really, this just beat Fast Food Ridiculous because I thought the karaoke scene was funny. Yeah, I I honestly, I think I didn't, if I recall last week, I didn't like this episode that much, did I? I think I thought it was fine. I, I think, I kind of think it's fine too, but on a second listen, I don't want to say it gets better, but the jokes land a little better. It kind of, it, honestly, for me, is between mediocre and, here, okay, mediocre and fine. Part of my problem is it's so cringe, like, the woman is very like cringy until the end. And then it like, she suddenly turns into like a different character. And I guess yeah. that's kind of the point, but it's just like not fun for me to listen to it. Objectively. It's actually probably like a good episode in terms. Cause it can make me feel like, uh, but I also like, no, like clearly they're going to like redeem this one. But like the whole time I'm just like, uh, yeah, I, I agree. The first time I listened, I felt like I related with Connie because we've all worked with an ED if we volunteer at church a lot and have to run events. Yeah. So the second time around, when you know where it's going, it kind of helps. It doesn't make up for ED. I wouldn't say being annoying, just not really clicking, if that makes any sense. Yeah. But anyway. All right. Number three is Precious Lord. I put it in good. It's good. Right. So I went back and re-listened to our talk about it. And the one thing we said is part two moved a little too fast. I think listening to them back to back, it's perfectly paced. Okay. But when you have a month in between releases, it definitely feels like, oh, episode one was a lot of setup. And now we're just kind of 
rushing through the second half. I'll 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 believe that. I think it's it's like such an interesting paced one though, because the first one feels and probably right. I believe you. But it's like the yeah. first one's very like slow and like setting things up and establishing, and then it does seem like oh his life then happened. Like then it's like a lot of dominoes fall. I do agree. So it's just a note, a good a good portrait gallery episode. Always nice to kind of see whatever story they're trying to do of Trey here. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. number two, a dose of virtual reality. I think the only Pole House episode this year. Hmm. Uh. To be honest, I think this is just kind of fine. I don't. Again, it's one of those. It got better for me on a re-listen when you can kind of pick up where they're going with it a little bit more. Yeah, I could, I could buy that. I also think the dynamic of Paul House and his granddaughter is really nice. And yeah, I honestly, I'd incorporate her into the main kid cast somehow. Maybe she comes into Kids Bro 2.0. Who knows? Yeah, but we'll talk about that in a minute. So, um. No, I thought a fun episode. Uh, I always look. I'm not like Mister Kid to be allowed to play video games all the time, but I like it sometimes when kids media, especially kids media that has been uh, negative on video games in the past, just says, "Hey, maybe these can be a good thing." I did appreciate that, right? Because Odyssey for a very long time, and I'm not saying it's bad for a show to have like some anti opinions about video games, but like it, they they were pretty clearly against them. Yes. Like, they were always, like, the cause of conflict or, you know. Yeah, exactly. All right. And my final number one, if you've been paying attention, you know what it is. It's extended cut. I just thought, you know, sometimes these throwback... Oh, I agree. Okay. You know, sometimes these throwback episodes can kind of fall apart, but I think this one worked because it, it... basically makes sense that something like this would actually happen with the movie if it got released we've got jay running about as well as we can have jay running and it's the wit and jules relationship in this episode is something i'd like to see more of yeah they they did have a good like uh dynamic i i think i don't know if this so i don't know this would be my number one because i do think it does fall into the good category i think I do think it's like a weird vibe for Connie. And this is like goes more to like, I'm kind of fru- a little frustrated with Connie's development as a character. It has stalled a little bit. It definitely, I think, is the most memorable of the episodes. Yes. Of the year. Certainly that. And I think it's good. It's not my favorite, maybe. I don't know. But it's definitely the most memorable. Yeah, so I, I do agree with you. This has kind of been the year of wet blanket Connie. Where that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it has kind of gone from Connie, the one we go to for advice, to Connie, the one who's kind of... Having her own issues. Yes, which is fine. Which is not bad. Everyone has their own issues, but it feels like I need more, right, like, mentor Connie. Yeah, or just something where, like, we advance her and Jules' relationship. We have a thing about Connie and maturity, because, look, I get it. If you're portrayed as kind of a clueless woman in a film and the actress shows up, you might be a little offended by that and say some stuff you don't mean. But this and the thing in the Eugene episode feel like they're kind of tailor-made to transition into an arc about that. Yeah. 
And we'll talk about the Eugene episode in ne- next episode, I'm sure. So, uh, John, what was your list? Well, I was explaining my rankings as we went along. Oh, okay then. So, you know, we've had 10 years of the club, and maybe this is something we do as a more full episode. Let's reflect on the club for a minute. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. I don't know what I was doing there. Are you, you were saying like, bye, like it's leaving. I don't know. I just thought it was good reflection music. It's interesting. It's an interesting dynamic over, especially over the last five years, as Odyssey's tried to become more like narratively based, like having these large overarching stories, but you can't use the stuff in the club to help build that. So it has led like the albums to be almost all story based or like you feel like maybe sometimes like the better episodes get into like the album when there's a one off kind of thing. Okay, so that I do agree with that. And I think especially in the first couple well, so for the first couple of years the club was we're doing missions episodes, which I enjoyed. I mean, no, I I very much agree. Then I think for a couple of years there, it became, okay, here's the B-team episodes. Well, we do kind of the stuff people want to see in the albums. And I think the last two years, I don't know if they've gotten, like, better. I just feel like they're putting as much oomph into the club episodes as they have been with the album episodes. I'm sorry, ever. We completely lost you that whole sentence. I said, I'm sorry, everyone, if my mic quality got worse, it got unplugged. Anko strikes again. I think it was when you went not, like, we're singing, it came undone, because my recording stopped for a sec. Oh. Okay, then. Whoops. So, actually, maybe this will be something fun we do later, where we do, like, a, a big club retrospective. But, no, I think the last two years, I don't want to say I used to dread the club episodes, which I know sounds weird. But I, I was always kind of like, oh, right, there's an episode this month I should probably listen to because I have the club. Now it's, well, and, and we're doing this for the podcast now. Now it's a little more, oh, I'm kind of actually interested to see what the club might do this month. I agree. I think, like, I almost feel like maybe what would have been better is if they had some of the overarching. I think the problem is when they get into the overarching stuff, you know, they really want to you know, like, share that in the albums. But I feel like probably most people are getting these from, like, most people, I would assume, who are consuming Odyssey are getting it from the club. Yes. I could be completely wrong about that statement, but that would be my assumption. I mean, you're probably right. However, like, like, okay, something like the whole thing with her uh, struggle with her faith. That yeah. wasn't a club episode, was it? No, that was the albums. Like, you could have had that in the, like, some, like, you could have some overarching stuff in the club. Well, they did. I don't want to say they did those snow episodes, but that was kind of an arc. True. And I, and I like that. I feel like I thought at least this is, like, kind of something different. Like, they could make use of, like, the, oh, it's, like, a month. Oh, that's true. Like, like they do. That's a good idea. 
Like, hmm. I don't know. I don't think you need to do, like, any... Like, I don't think it needs to be, like, oh, this whole club year is one narrative arc. But, like, I think you could add some more, like, narratively connecting stuff. And it doesn't have to be, like, stuff connecting to the main storylines. But, like, it's fun to have some through lines if you if Odyssey's going to do through lines. Right. Because it just... Be... I more say that because it's weird to me that it's, like, oh, we get, like, all the interconnected episodes in the album and then the non-interconnected episodes are in the club and the club is what you're experiencing most of the year. So it's not, I shouldn't complain because I like the one-off episodes too. It's just like an interesting fact that like it separates the two so much. But then when there is a one-off episode in the albums, you're sometimes like, well, this is kind of probably like better written than some of the other club episodes. that I don't disagree with. Um, so I want to get back to what you said, but I, I, I you, you talking about trying an arc. What they could do is kind of a fun narrative experiment is do 12 standalone episodes one year and they're not connected, but like each episode leads into the others. Like maybe an episode of Jules ends with her going into Wits End and ordering ice cream and talking to Trey. Then in the next episode, Trey leaves the counter and his story starts. Mm. That way you could just to kind of see how that goes. I get that that's not really like an arc, but it could be like, a day in Odyssey, and they they all kind of come together for something at the end. Also, that way the writers aren't chained to a story. Yeah. So no. So okay. So this is the one thing I did want to say. I do think one interesting problem right now is with there being twelve album episodes a year, and they're dropped twice a year in six week stretches. It can feel like the arcs last a little too long. Yeah. Like, you know, we're just getting back to this guy who hacked Cooper's college thing. It's been probably about two years now, which yeah, I don't think is and a, and you could which isn't have, the worst thing. But I wonder if they had had like one or two club episodes dedicated to this as well. Well, not even dead. You could just have like, oh, yeah, there's someone causing some mischief. And like, you could just, you know, have those there. I wonder if they're thinking like, because the club episodes are exclusive, if they want to do, like, a collection of these and, like, market that or market this to people, they're like, well, we can't put the club episodes in there. That's true. And I want to. I didn't mean to do, like, episodes in the club that connect to the main album arcs. I know some people don't have the club. I, You know, like John's idea, I mentioned there's a trickster going around or something, or maybe we move an arc or two to the club, only because at one point we had Maury, Emily's Faith, What's Going On With Eugene, and... Jules and Buck going on at the same time. Yeah. Now, now let me say this really quick, and this is going way back to the episode discussion, but I forgot to bring it up. I know they literally say, I'm never going to date you, but it did feel like they're almost trying to give the shipper something with the Zoe and Jay thing. <laughs> I know. Like, ugh. are we going like, to do I'm like a... Say, like, Cause they're almost like saying like, I'm never going to date you, but here's a really sweet moment. And I'm like, I don't really want them to do it either. But I'm like, I can't tell what they're doing there. This is true. Yeah, so we'll see where they go with that. They're pro- I think they're trying to make Jay a little bit of a nicer character. Although, you know, he, I think, or they're trying to show his vulnerable side before he becomes a Christian, inevitably. But... Well, yeah, that definitely does feel like what they're kind of building up yeah. to. So, but yeah. And I, I would also say, I feel like, last thing on the club, I guess the notion of club-exclusive characters is kind of dead. Yeah, I I think so. I think, right, there was the one woman with the virtual reality. 
Renee, yes. I, I'm horrible with names. So right. Then they talk. very intentionally moved her to the albums. Then Zoe and Buddy kind of were, but then they got just kind of, we're going to use them wherever. I think it's hard because I... I don't know if it's by quality, right? I don't know if they're literally like, well, this is the best episode, so we're putting it on the album. <laughs> I wondered about that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, because right now the four episodes we know about for the next album are the three-part Rydell episode and Jules joining a band. Now, on one hand, Jules joining a band kind of feels like it could be a club episode. Something tells me there's going to be a lot of character progression in that episode. Well... I it's probably going to be that Bucks on the phone. <laughs> well, that too. That's also part of the problem is the Buck and Jules thing is part of the main <laughs> thing. So if there's some the the first Jules like Jules and Buck episode, like Jules episode, really post all of that, like any in a major way. Yeah, it wouldn't be shocking that it's. That's actually a good point that like that they have it to address it hmm didn't think about that but yeah we will see i think that wraps it up we'll do like i I would like to do a fuller examination of the club at some point maybe we'll do that but here's to 10 years of the club let's see what year 11 brings us i know there's a three-parter about chariots of fire so wait wait, wait. i don't i don't want to uh mess everything up was was alibis after um they left yeah yes Okay, so maybe that was... Because I think they do bring up something with Buck very briefly. Well, right, but that's the problem. As I have said, the four club episodes that came out after Eugene left all mention Eugene in some way. Yeah, it's like they really want you... In case you didn't... It's it's weird with continuity because it's like kids. So I get like kids aren't always going to remember that. Right. Now, I will say that. In a weird way, those small nods to Eugene being gone were nice because it gave some continuity to the club and album episodes being in the same reality yeah and so i I would like a little more of that like the club episodes nodding to events like even if it's a maury susu learn a lesson that isn't going to be important later but if you have seen this episode it means more type of thing i agree so all right i think that wraps this up so our next episode will probably be ranking the club the uh album 74 75 episodes then probably be time for the rydell realizations yeah all right that wraps it up i'm will i'm john we'll see you next time you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours activities excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.